This is the Blended Radio audio experience. Welcome to the Business of Blended with your host, Jason Davis. All right. Thank you for listening to this podcast. My name is Jason Davis. Internally with the team at Blend Athletics, I'm known as the 2IC, which stands for second in command. Basically, my role is to support the CEO, Dave Rafuse, and to uh, help the team uh, develop the strategies that we want to implement and then execute those strategies to ultimately grow the business. So the question is, why am I doing this podcast? Well, there's two reasons. One, I feel like we have a story to tell. We have an opinion on not only the fitness industry, but business in general. And it's a topic we don't get to talk about a whole lot. So I'm excited to start diving into some of our philosophies and principles and and what guides us on the business side of Blended. The second reason is I feel like there's a lot of other owners, uh, entrepreneurs, leaders who could benefit from what we've learned over the last seven or eight years with Blended, not only from our successes, but especially our failures. We've done a number of things right. Uh, We've also done a lot of things wrong. And when you look at what's happening right now with the pandemic and business closures, not only across our province or the country, but globally, I think there's no sense in keeping some of these hard lessons that we've learned and and, uh, messages that we have to ourselves. And I wanted to use this platform to hopefully help some other entrepreneurs and leaders out there from a business perspective. So diving into the topic for today is basically this idea of staff being your number one priority and your members or your customers being number two, regardless of what business you're in, and the customers or the members come second. Uh, And that's not to say you can't strive for greatness in both 99% of the time. But there's that 1% of cases that you need to choose a priority. And um, when that 1% comes up, everybody will know at that point which one is truly your priority. The example I give in our industry that happens a lot are holidays. So there's a number of different gyms and fitness businesses out there that some open on holidays so that their members can have a chance to work out, say on a Christmas day or on a boxing day to come in and get a a fun holiday workout in. There's others that close. And I think this is one of those subtle examples of what your true priority is. Do you prioritize the members and give them an opportunity to come in and exercise on a holiday? Or do you prioritize your staff and your team and give them a full day off despite the members wanting to come in and maybe get a workout in? So that's a simple example. But like I said, 99% of the time, I believe you can strive for greatness in both. But there is that 1% of the time where you need to make a decision on what what your principles are as a number one and as a number two. Here at Blended, uh, we have both Dave, who acts as our CEO, and myself. I would say of the two of us, Dave is very uh, customer-centric. He is always thinking about how we can deliver a better experience to our customers. Um, I tend to be more on the team side, and I think the two of us balance each other out to allow Blended to pursue excellence in both. Um, But I'm happy to say that when that 1% does come up, I do believe that as a team, we are staff focused first. Um, And that might be a surprise to some of our members, but I believe that's the way to go. So at Blended, one of the things I'm always preaching to our staff is this idea that we are not in the fitness industry. 
Uh, and that might surprise some people, uh, but we're not in the fitness business. We are in the customer experience business. I'm always reminded of a quote that if you want to improve your bottom line, you have to improve your front line. And this front line is what's going to help you deliver an amazing customer experience. I've always believed that if your front line, if your staff, if your team are not experiencing a great experience for themselves, how do you expect them to deliver a great experience for your members or your customers? It just never made sense to me to uh, to expect them to deliver a great experience if they weren't, if you weren't putting them first and making sure that they had a great experience at your company. The numbers on this are obvious. 91% of workers say they feel more motivated to do their best when they have leadership support. Obviously. And customer retention rates are 18% higher on average when employees are highly engaged. So it's good business sense to support your staff first and it will equate to your bottom line. But what always shocks me though is how many companies take a staff-centric approach during peacetime, but it's only during wartime when you see their true principles reveal themselves. So when things are chaotic and stressful, I call that you know your wartime versus peacetime when everything's going well. It's easy to support people when things are going well. It's when you find yourself in that wartime scenario, that's when your true colors really reveal. Right now is a great example. We're in the middle of a pandemic, and for many businesses, uh, it's a really tough time. Specifically here in Nova Scotia, uh, all fitness-based businesses, all restaurants have been mandated to close for the second time. In fact, today, uh, they announced that we are going to be extended for another week in our closure. It's stressful, it's chaotic, and uncertain. It's these moments when more than ever you need to take care of your staff. I'm lucky here at Blended because I have a CEO in Dave who subscribes to this philosophy more than almost anybody I know. So I mentioned before, he, and even though he might be customer-centric in his kind of uh, resolve to deliver them a great client experience, at the end of the day, he is always willing to make personal sacrifices so the team can feel supported and so that they don't have to make those sacrifices. And, and I feel really lucky to be at a company that from the leadership from the top down um, feels that way. So it makes my job much easier in managing the team, making sure they're taken care of when I know the CEO of the company buys into that same philosophy. See, these moments of wartime in business are paramount to either build or destroy trust within your team. And as humans, that's all we have. There's a great book by Sebastian Younger called Tribes, and he talks about how as humans, we didn't have great survival mechanisms. We didn't have sharp teeth. We didn't have big claws. We couldn't run very fast. But what we had as a species was this ability to form these groups of people that we could survive with, that we trusted enough so that I could sleep and you would stay up so that I could get some rest. And then when I woke up, we could switch. And there was a trust there that you were going to watch out for the lion in the bushes while I got to rest. And in many ways, we've lost that in parts of our society. But this trust, this desire to trust the people around us is still deeply rooted in our behavior. And it's something that your staff, your team is looking for. And you are going to need to decide whether that's a priority for you or whether something else is going to take that 
priority in that number one spot. In closing, I guess the message here is simple. You need to recognize as a leader which one is your priority. Are you going to prioritize members or are you going to prioritize your staff? But I do implore you to be honest with yourself. If you can't be the one to do this, genuinely are not the person for the job, then you need to do one of three things. You either need to learn how to do this, you need to bring somebody else in so that they can do it, or you're just simply in the wrong seat on the bus and it's time for you to step aside. Thanks for listening to the Splendid Audio Experience. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave it a five-star review, share it with your friends, and subscribe.